I hope you're ready for today's The Marriage Podcast. Yeah, we're going to talk about some sex. Again. Welcome to The Marriage Podcast Network, helping you find and keep passion and fun in your marriage. Broadcasting from Tuscola, Texas, here are your hosts, Trey and Corey Gibson. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of The Marriage Podcast. This is the show where we help you find and keep passion and fun in your marriage. If you want to know why we were kind of laughing there when we first came in, we uh, we have it set up to where it auto-dips the sound at the start. We were having all sorts of problems with it as we were getting started. So, Anyway, the date today is March 22nd, 2013. Corey, I want to throw out a quick thank you for always having the date and the episode number on these show notes. It really is awesome. We are on episode 19. That's a big one-niner. That's right. We've gone through 19 of these episodes. Today's episode is going to be, I don't want to, when sex becomes a chore. Yikes. Ah, we got to talk about that. This, we have, this is actually going to be in lieu of a, a listener question that called in, or excuse me, that wrote into us with, uh, this is probably the, what, the third question we've gotten like this, Corey? Oh, we at get, least, yeah. We get a lot of uh, we get a lot of questions on sexual issues, and we love it. Um, one of our uh, just probably one of our favorites. A lot of times, we just direct answer through email, but um, this was a big one, and uh, she was nice enough to tell us that we could read it over the yeah. air. Obviously, we're not going to disclaim her. Mm-hmm. No, uh, ge- uh, yeah, we, no we geographic information. Yeah, no name and uh, you know GPS location or anything of that manner. But it, it's such an important thing to go over because let me tell you, too, this is a question that I think is on a lot of ladies' hearts. And it's a big deal. It's a big issue. And we've got to talk about it. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we bring this all up because, like I said, this is not the first rodeo that we've had with this. Corey, initially, many moons ago, actually, one of her first thoughts was that she was going to go into um, uh, sex therapy. And, you know, uh, and they're so, going to get tired of hearing that because we say it all the time. Well, but it's just but so true. And we bring, it's so pertinent to what we do. We bring it up because it's, it's a major component yeah. of... A marriage it's a major component of a lot of fights in marriages as well and it's one of the top three things that get fought about the most yeah. and uh, so i think we have to bring it up and this is one of the first listeners that wrote in that that really was like you know let's let's talk about this and yeah. it took a lot of uh, a lot of bravery to do that i'm not calling anybody who didn't do that a coward i don't i don't no. know if i could have in a flip situation but I, i'm real proud of this listener and i was saying let's talk about this because the you giving us the permission to do this is gonna is gonna touch and affect a lot yeah. of people so i we appreciate you doing that before we get into that day guys let's go through our housekeeping real quick if you want to get notified of any new episodes that we come out with as you can tell, we always tell you guys Thursday, and we don't always get it out on Thursday, <laughs> at least not early morning Thursday. So if you want to know exactly when those go out and you don't have to roll the dice that day, if you'll run over to themarriagepodcast.com over on the right-hand side bar, you can enter in for our email episode updates. What that means is you put your name and your email address in. Anytime I put out a new episode, boom, you will automatically get an email in your uh, email box or inbox that says, hey, we put a new episode. This is what we talked about. We do this for a couple reasons. Number one, it helps me get in contact with you guys. Uh, I don't solicit y'all's information. I don't throw out lots of selling thing. Uh, I Really, all I do is is these kinds of things like this when it comes to episode updates. But we like having that ability to touch base with you, let you know what it is we talked about this week. So that way you can know, do I need to listen to this today? Can I wait till this weekend and listen to it over the weekend while I'm working on some projects around the house or whatnot? Basically, we want to make sure that you never miss out on that one episode that you were like, man, if I just would have heard that, it could have changed everything. Guys, also don't forget, jump over on Facebook. We love to talk about uh, uh, marriage stuff over on Facebook. So jump on over there. We keep a lot of fun stuff that we go through, pictures, memes, questions, polls, all that other good stuff. We like to connect with you guys. We do that not because you're supposed to have that. We do that because we care about y'all and we want to touch base with you. So if you guys will... 
jump on over there, have some discussion with us. We want to talk to you. We want to laugh with you. We want to have a good time with you. We want to answer your questions. Consider that. Guys, also, if you have any questions, comments, topics, encouragement, things that you want to ask us, you can get a hold of us, and we make that very possible in multiple ways. You can email us at Trey at The Marriage Podcast or Corey at The Marriage Podcast. You guys can also uh, call in on my sister show, the, the Family Podcast Network. Sorry, Corey's got a cough today. But you can also call in on the, the, the Family Podcast Network's main number, and if you'll just let us know that it's for the uh, the show, The Marriage Podcast, we'll actually answer any voicemail questions you guys have over there. Uh, it's 661-PARENT-0, 661-PARENT-0. Again, if you want to call that and leave that message, you can. You guys can also go to the sidebar over there, and it says, Ask Corey and Trey a question. Click on that little bad boy, and you can ask us a question right on your computer as long as you have a microphone connected to it. Drop that in with us. They just added new uh, capabilities for you to be able to do that on the iPad or your iPhone device, so you can also do it that way as well all right guys i think that wraps up our housekeeping for today i wanted to get through this uh, as quickly as possible today because we have a oh i don't know would you quantify this as a butt ton Corey? we do and and we were talking about this before we started if we're going to break this up into a two-parter three-parter and, and really that what it boils down to is we're going to go through this question by question and it won't be boring like taking a test or listening to a teacher drone on but I, I really want to answer her questions because you know there's nothing new under the sun she is not the yeah. only one experiencing these yep. things and um and sure enough if you try to skim over something you'll miss something big and so we're really going to go try uh, really going to try to go through this question by question and um I don't want to rush through it at all. Yeah, and, we, we made the decision when we were going through this before we were, while we were putting show notes together. We're going to do this in a way. Maybe we're going to get through all of these today, but if we only yeah, get through three not. questions, if we only get through three questions, that's that's the level that we want to spend on this. We promise exactly. that we'll make it entertaining and enjoyable, informational, yeah. uh, and healing, hopefully. That's our hope is that in the ultimate goal is that it's going to be healing. But um, we really this – is, this is so important on both sides. And, uh, and one of the reasons why, just kind of real quick before we jump into the actual uh, letter, Corey's going to read this letter to us here in just a second, but kind of the philosophy that we have in marriage is that marriage is a lot like the glue in a lot of, um, excuse me, sex is a lot of kind of like the, the glue in a marriage. Now, is it the primary thing? No. Is it the only thing? Most it, it, it can't be, and it be healthy, but it is a core, core component. <laughs> And we're going to talk a little bit about that today, especially I know we have amongst this, these listeners out here a lot of Christian listeners, and uh, and Corey and I are professing Christians as well. And so this is a this is a sensitive topic for a lot of people. Now, if you guys can't tell, Corey and I, <laughs> not for us, we love talking about this kind of yeah. stuff, but it's it's typically considered a little more taboo in Christian cultures, and uh, we like to break that taboo. I'm going to be honest. We like to slaughter the taboo. We like to rip that open. We like to make it a very comfortable thing. We're not talking about like. Free love, hippie, sex, kind of you know, nothing crazy, nothing like that. But, but, but for us in our mentality, regardless of whether you believe this or not, we like to believe that we we maximize sex to make it the best it can possibly be. Or depending on what your belief systems are, like us, we want to maximize it to be as awesome as God designed it for yeah. to be. And so, we want to get into that. So, Corey, why don't you start us out and just uh, uh, pop? Let's read this letter for us right. and uh, just a letter from the heart. My husband's sex drive is what I would call high. And I'm sure he would call mine low. We couldn't be more opposite in this area. It seems my drive became even lower after having our two children. My husband gets grumpy, pouty, and gives small guilt trips any time I turn down making love due to sickness or tiredness. He also says things like, How would you feel if I didn't talk to you every day? Mm. His reaction makes me not want to make love even more. Can making love for a husband be compared to the importance of what talking is to a mm -hmm. wife 
If so, how come I don't desire to make love as much as he does? Why did God have to make us so different? I hear that a wife needs to feel intimate before desiring to make love and that a husband needs to make love before feeling intimate. Is this true? It seems true with us, which makes things hard, but maybe it's due to a wrong way of thinking that has snuck its way into our minds. Do men think the only way to build intimacy is through sex? Because I don't want that, because I don't think that's true. But it seems like that's what he thinks. How can a man learn other ways of building intimacy with his wife so that the lovemaking has a better chance of blossoming? I've asked two pastor's wives that I've used to be in communication with about this, and they said they got to a place where they never refused their husbands. Never. Even if they were dead tired or had just given birth or were sick. Even when it caused tears or pain or resentment or bitterness. They had the fake it till you make it motto. Is this right? Is this also the right heart in which to obey God with? I have tried this approach and don't like it because I feel resentment and it only builds. I either wait until I feel ready, in the meantime, ever so gently and politely refusing my husband, who in turn gets grumpy with me, or I fake it till I make it, not refusing him, but then deal with him asking why I wasn't into it and trying to hide or suppress my resentment. Ugh, what's wrong here? How can I submit in this area of my life and still maintain joy? How can I find the joy I once had in making love with my husband? Don't get me wrong. I am attracted to the man he is, and we do still have a nice love life, and I still enjoy it, just not as often as he would like. How do we find compromise? We are both Christians striving to live by God's word. So I am aware of the verses that speak on this topic, too. Man. Yeah. Man, what what a powerful powerful question ah, what i say question i mean this is one of those things that if we if we didn't enjoy tackling and 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 seeing folks heal from this stuff this would be one of those where do you begin kind of you know <laughs> this would be one emails. of those go talk to your pastor <laughs> <laughs> but you know we we love this kind of stuff and so we made it sure that the very first thing we want to say first off and foremost uh we are not marriage and family therapists um i know that i come from a therapy background but really in reality i don't even purport myself as yeah. a therapist anymore um and so what we're talking about today some issues can't be solved in one episode first off and so yeah. don't don't think we want to make sure because there's yeah, a, yeah, we know there's a lot problems. of folks listening out there we see the download numbers and so don't ever think that just because you hear one that this is going to be the answer to it remember yeah. it's going to be the start of, of learning new new habits and new practices yes, and new yes. things like that. And that takes a lot of time That's and right. unlearning old things takes a certain amount of time. And then replacing those, replacing the vacuum that gets left in those voids takes a little bit more time. So yeah. you, you got to understand that this, this is, this is like childbirth. I mean, there's that nine month process and I'm not saying in nine months, everything's going to be perfect, but it, it, it's got to grow yeah. and it's got to start as a fetus and it's got to grow and it gets bigger. And until one day you two are going to have your brains blown you know, that, that's the hope and the prayer that we have with this. And so we also want to make the disclaimer, guys, we're not a substitution for counseling or medical help either. Uh, we're throwing that out there just as kind of the, the, the understanding. There, there are limitations that we have to certain things. Uh, Corey is actually going to discuss a little bit about the some of the physio- physiological pieces of this that it yeah. could be real briefly. And then we're going to jump into what yeah. the question really is. And uh, so all of that to say, guys, you're not alone in this. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot more common than people even want to admit to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get the questions from the people that are ready to talk about it. And, uh, and, and so I'm proud of you guys for stepping up on this because mm-hmm. this is a big deal. 
Well, and it's hard because so often we see sex on TV mm-hmm. and it makes yeah. it look like the woman and the man want it both at the same time. She climaxes perfectly and then he climaxes perfectly <laughs> and then somehow they've managed to make love all night long and yet and then their breath is fresh in the morning. I mean, y'all get the idea. It's a bunch of malarkey and um, it, you know, it's just... Every time I think about that, Corey, that mentality of we're going to we're gonna do it all night long, I'll, all I can think of is two really bad football teams that have really bad... Bad defenses that can like never score on each other, right? And so they're going back. And- <laughs> that's, that's the first well, thing that goes to yeah. my mind. I'm like, and he's, it shouldn't I just be think, wrong. man, that sounds really exhausting. <laughs> that's what I think. Anyway, I'm sorry. So what but we're trying to we say digress. is Hollywood, Hollywood paints a very, very inappropriate. And everybody knows, I think just about everybody understands that. But yeah. I think there's some things that we do kind of accept as a reality that even still are some of the biggest lies ever. Yeah, yeah. So one thing before we do, and like I said, we're just going to go through question by question. I think that's going to be the best way to answer this. But uh, one thing I do want to talk about, though, is is a lot of times um, some of the problems that we could be having sexually are physiological. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's something we need, need to take a look at. I mean, obviously, yeah, can't um, that out. you can't. I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about the psychological and the growing apart and all that kind of stuff. But as a woman, we need to take a look at things and see, you know, uh, do we have a low thyroid? That can often cause uh, sexual yeah. problems. Uh, are you getting close to menopause? That can cause a lot of sexual problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, for men, it could yeah. be low testosterone. Low yeah. um, uh, there are so many, so many medications out there now that cause sexual problems. Yep-a-dip. So be sure to take a look at all those before you start um, tackling the, the psychological aspect of it. And believe me, all of us have psychological work that can be done. I mean, and don't ignore it, but but definitely take a look because it might be something just as simple that'll help as as you know taking some progesterone cream or you know I mean something in that manner. And and once again, yeah. I'm most indubitably yep. not a physician, but um, something to think about. Just definitely something to think about. But but let's just go ahead and get started and and um. I don't know, baby. You want me to just read this question and you can just kick it off? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and read the first one. I, let's, I think. Let's, yeah, let's just start with the very first question she asked. Can making love for a husband be compared to the importance of what talking is to a wife? So I mean, I'm guessing that's a question for me, don't yeah, you Yeah, I really, I really think it is. You know, I, I don't want to sit here and try to, to purport that I'm like the, the, the gold standard. I'm the epitome. I'm the, the general sample for all men out there. Um, however, having spent a lot of time at least talking to a lot of the men in the southern parts of the United States, I can go that far to say – I mean that's about the biggest I can claim at this point. But I, I think I can definitively stretch it out and say for probably the majority of men in the United States is um, can it be the same? I would go as far to say absolutely. Um, this can be a hard thing to say because a lot of times we um, – you know, they, they, a lot of times, especially Hollywood right now, really paints the picture that that it, you know, if if men are wanting sex, it's the only thing that they want. And sex is really kind of in a lot of ways, especially men that really want sex, it's kind of taking a negative a negative yeah. taint. Now, don't get me wrong; there are some men out there that have problems, yeah. uh, sexual addiction problems. They're real. They're 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 out there. Uh, I don't, you know, again, I'm not diagnosing here, but in this story, I don't hear that yeah. uh, and that kind of thing. There's there's some there's some qualifiers that I would want to see before I would start becoming concerned with that. And I don't see him here, so I don't think that's what we're dealing with. This sounds like um, I, I would even go as far to say a pretty a pretty
pretty healthy sex drive that's 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 you know this it's surfacing and uh, and so anyway but can it be compared to the importance of talking with a wife absolutely uh, in a lot of cases, men aren't nearly as verbally stimulated. So in other words, talking and visiting don't necessarily carry the same components. Uh, that can vary from men to men. I'm, I'm what you might call more of a, a sensitive man, I guess. And and so it does for me. Talking is a, is a pretty big deal to me. Yeah. Some of that isn't because I like to talk, but it's also because I've recognized an importance to visiting with Corey and how that's a sustainment I'm gonna thing. I'm going to go with the first one. What's that? What was the first Liking one? Liking to talk. Yeah, well, okay, no, you're right. No, I, no, you're exactly right. I don't know what I'm saying. I like to talk. It's why I got into podcasting. But it's not just it, it's not just like it's like oh, I want to sit down and talk with my wife, or we're gonna die. You know, it's not like that for me. You know, there's an acknowledgement that it's it, how important it is in a marriage. But I I would definitively say absolutely it can be as important to that. It is yeah. it is an intimate thing. Um, I mean, I hate even going there with this, but I think God built us in with a natural desire to. Gosh, I mean, coitus, ejaculate. I mean, what do you want to say? I mean, I yeah. don't mean to be, you know, uncomfortable here, yeah, but I there mean, is something to that process that is. God did create. I mean, if we're going to get biblical on this, God did create that process, yes. and if it wasn't meant to be enjoyable, it probably wouldn't have been. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. And so, in a lot of ways, there's there's an emotional release to it that's pretty intense. There's yeah. a euphoric release to it that's pretty intense. And here, I think women have a hard time with this. And Corey, correct me if I'm wrong. And I may be stepping out of my bounds here. And I'm going to bring it back to how I think a lot of it starts with us men. But I think a lot of women don't recognize how amazing sex is, not on the same level that men do, yeah. because I think that first off, I think ejaculation for men and experiencing that euphoria is easier. Yeah. for us than it is for, for ladies. And we're going to talk a little bit here in a while why that is because we, we adopt a mentality that sex begins in the kitchen. And uh, and that's that's a general blanket statement to say yeah. it, that it's not just getting in there and, and rubbing up against each other and ladies are boom, ready to go. There's a lot more to that component. Yeah. But I think overall women out there, at least on a proportional level between men to women, don't experience nearly as much pleasure. In or Let me rephrase it. Let me just start this over. I don't think women experience orgasms nearly to the level that men do. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I don't think that men know how to get the jollies on Are you the talking wife's about side. Frequency? Is that yes. What you're, yes. Yeah. I'm talking about how on on a ratio of how many yeah. times we're having sex, how many time are are women orgasming, and I, I think it absolutely needs to be as close to one to one like it is for men as it is for women. But you got I, I'm I mean I could imagine that even for men. If we were having sex with ladies and then we never got to get our jollies, I mean, forgive me for the, the crudity in this way we put in this, but if we never got that, it, sex would, I could see how sex easily would yeah. become a task, even for yeah. men. But it's so easy for us to get to that point. And it's, it's, women, women aren't trickier. But if you try to approach women's orgasms from the approach of how men do it, you, I mean, men are destined to fail. And so I think a lot of this comes back to the fact that men have become. What's the word I'm looking here for? Lazy. Lazy is a harsh word, and 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 there's <laughs> I mean, truth I'm to sorry, that. There's but, truth to that, but and, that, and that's and a word that can, society feeds into mm -hmm, it. Yeah. You know, but well, I think that's a word that could shut people off. But they've I definitely know. become non-adroit. I don't know that, that we've lost the skill set of the female orgasm. You can see the differences in per personality arising at this <laughs> moment. Yeah. I'm kind of cut and dry, Trace. A and, little and kinder. <laughs> and I love and I love that about my wife. I really do. But. But I think that's what we run into here. And so and so I think a lot of women are left with this question. Yeah. You know, is it really – I mean, I get way more emotionally out of talking than I do out of sex. And, and I think in a lot of cases, um, that's that's on us men. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, first the <laughs> the phrase, Trey, what movie was it in? I want you to want to do the dishes. Was that the breakup or I can't, I can't remember. remember. It was Jennifer Aniston. We, we reference it a lot. It, it and it's it's such a funny I mean, I don't I don't endorse the movie, but the phrase was perfect. I want you to want to do the dishes. Yeah. I mean, whoever wants to do the dishes, I want them done. And I think that's a lot of what what she's hearing her husband say here and and, and that and the, and we'll talk about that that's a question that she hits later but it just that phrase reminds me i want you to want to have sex and sometimes it's just it just doesn't always work that way and and um i think i think what this listeners having a hard time with is is comparing talking to sex because it seems like they should be two totally different things. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is they are intimacy levels that yeah. are equal but reached in different manners. I mean, it's it's just – I mean, it's almost like anything else. Some people are artists and other people are musicians. Yeah. I mean, it's both a release of their creativity. It's just done in different means. And that's how I kind of feel this talking and sex thing is. So moving on to the next question. Well, hang on. Before you move on oh, to that, okay, too. Okay, sorry. You know, and men, I'm going to say a few things that are going to probably go against the grain of what everything that you've learned. And I want you to know they did for me as, as well. And I acknowledge that full out that sometimes these are hard to accept. But, men, seriously, I'm trying to give you the keys to the kingdom here. And I mean that <laughs> metaphorically. And I mean that as a little double entendre that I'm making up there sexually. I'm trying to give you guys the keys to the kingdom here. And this this whole talking thing, even though it may not seem important to you, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you guys – Take the time for it. See, we yeah. we adopt an approach here at the at the marriage podcast that, you know, we, we've said it before. It, sex begins in the kitchen. Now, that is not just meaning that if you go wash dishes, you're getting laid, men. The idea yeah. is that you have to establish what's important to your wife. What does she love to do? What does she think that is fun? And you've got to start those. I mean, intimacy is not about roses. Sometimes for some people, it's amazing, but it's about knowing who your wife is. What speaks to her heart? Remember, we've talked about these love languages before. Corey's in the middle of, of reading a book, that, uh, the, the, and we're going to do – yeah, I'm, I'm poking, <laughs> poking, the, poking the monkey on this one. I'm done with the book, and I'm waiting for Corey, I'm waiting for Corey to finish up reading this book. That, the, was, a, that was a hint and a half. <laughs> oh, yeah, and now I just, I'm, I'm asking you guys to hold her accountable to finish these five love languages book. <laughs> Oh, they got, so we can do our series that, on this. Well, we're going to be doing this for about a month, I think. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it, it, so going back to it all, our biggest thing when it comes to sex is, and again, man, this is about how my, how do we get you there, is about figuring out what's important to your wife, knowing what your wife's love language is and yeah. meeting it, even, listen to me, even when it sucks. You know what? And be, and be creative mm. with this. Um, it, did I talk too loud? You kind of. No, not at all. Oh, okay. Just, Trey made a funny face. Or uh, funny you can't even see too. my face. I, you made a funny head. We're at, we're at our new desk. When I'm not. Ta- we're not facing each other. So. I know. One of the ways. We use body posture to signal each other when it's their yeah. turn to talk. And so I move away from the mic. But I think she misinterpreted okay. my yeah, mic Yeah, I move. thought. You know, I have a tendency to talk too loud. Anyways. But make. um Make talking a little more enjoyable. You know, one of the things, I mean, Trey and I can sit and talk on the couch for hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours to the point that I, I go nuts because I can only sit down for so long. But one thing we do is we go sit on, and, and we've talked about this before, we'll go sit on the front porch and talk. Yeah. And was that your computer? Mm-mm. Oh, it wasn't? 
Oh, okay. Stay focused, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was the kid's iPad making a funny noise. Anyways, we'll go sit on the front porch and trail smoke a pipe and we might have a glass of wine or a margarita and, and, and fire up the chiminea. And so it's enjoyable. It's peaceful. It's pretty. It feels good. So it's not just sitting and staring at each other at the kitchen table. You right. know, I mean, it's it's more pleasurable, more enjoyable. So, I mean, maybe that would help. Maybe a campfire. Maybe y'all are campy people or, you know, something that, that provides stimulation other than just, mm. you know, yep. droning on in front of each other. So, just a thought, but... Let's go ahead. Now that it's taken us 25 minutes to get over one question. Um, it's good, though. Oh, I love it. I love it. So second question. So the first question was, can making love for a husband be compared to the importance of what talking is to a wife? Yes. If so, how come I don't desire to make as much, to make love as much as he does? I'm going to answer this one. I mean, the only way I know to put it is it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, he is not providing her with the stimulation, and and she's not providing him with the reward of sex. And and I say reward. That probably was a wrong phraseology. <laughs> Let's be honest. But Good sex is a reward. It, well, Let's it be is. Honest. It is. But the fact of the matter is, is that he is not providing with her something that is causing her to desire to want to have sex. And let's let's clarify this, guys, too, on, on the men's side of this. Uh, first off, to, to, to all of the men out there that this speaks to, I know we've got a lot of men that listen to this show. It, it, we're not dogging on you. Seriously, I am trying to get you laid. Do you understand? I'm talking regularly and consistently. So when we say this, we're not trying to dog on you. Yeah. But this is an issue of real versus perceived, even. Like a lot of, I don't think any man out there is like, I'm not going to provide your needs. <laughs> when Corey and I first got married, I was giving her roses and I was doing everything in my, everything that I was told to do to, to get a, a lady to feel like she's cared about. And I could not figure out why my wife was so, excuse my language, she was pissed at me when I was coming home. Well, you know what? It's because she didn't care about that stuff. <laughs> what she wanted me to do was help out with the dishes. She wanted me to help out around the house. She wanted me to pick up the stuff, to vacuum up the dog hair, to pick up the things on the ground when they're laying in the ground. They need to go in the trash. That's what she wanted. But I was missing those things. Did I, was my perception, was I, in reality, was I trying to convey to her that I don't love you, that you're not important, that I don't care about what you care about? No, I was trying to tell her in every way that I knew how. I love you, but guess what? I did it in all the wrong yeah. freaking ways and so the reality may be you're not trying to not do that with your wife but the perception that she receives is that and let me tell you the only thing that matters in these situations and women this goes to you as well what is your man's needs all that matters is how they perceive it man all that matters is how your wife perceives what you're doing regardless of how you're doing it doesn't matter a flying flip what you mean all that matters is how does she see it? You know, the, the way I want to, I, I love analogies and, and, yeah, she's diff- good at them too. and different way of looking at things. I mean, if you've got a job and you've got a deadline to meet on some kind of massive project, well, let's say you've worked your butt off on it for a month and a half, right? And you've worked and worked and worked, but you just didn't make that deadline. Well, your boss probably isn't going to look back and think, okay, I know you worked really hard and that's awesome. They're going to look at the deadline and see you didn't meet that deadline. And so, you know, that's, they're not, again, they're not going to notice the work you've done. They're going to see, 
um, what's due now, you know, the project that was due today. Mm. And that and that's a lot how, you know, if you've heard us say this before and we're going to say it again. That's how love languages are. Your husband may be making an effort through means that don't mean anything to you. At the time, flowers didn't mean anything to me, you know, and so on and so forth. And so uh, the effort he was making fell on deaf eyes or ears or hands or whatever you want to call it. But it, it just, it didn't mean anything to me. And so husbands, you, you definitely need to take a look at the things that are going to get your wife going. And, and then I think the one thing you have to be careful of is, hey, look, I bought you flowers. You know, flowers are this thing. You know, look, honey, I bought you flowers. Now let's go have sex. Well, yeah, it, it may not always work out that way, but I don't want to get too far ahead talking about that. But um, I, I definitely feel that if, if he is feeling as if he wanting to make love more than you are, um, I don't, I also want to express that I don't think that's all that unusual. I mean, do you, babe? I mean, I, I just... I don't know. You know, it's it's a hard question to answer. Um, yeah. You know, the, what I can speak to is that on a physiological level, uh, in the earlier parts of, of men's years, their yeah. their sex drive due to the high testosterone levels and the low yes. estrogen levels, and because men have estrogen levels as well, as well because of those two balances, men typically have a sex drive that is that is higher yes. during the, the their their early part of their years into their their middle age. Women's eventually women's estrogen will begin to lower, especially around menopausal. If, I'm, if that is it, menopausal, I think yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it is. And their yes, testosterone sir. actually begins to increase, yes. and it's actually been documented on many many occasions that women's um, uh, sex drive begins to increase later yeah. in life. And uh, so I, I can speak... In their that, country song, older women yeah, make yeah. good lovers. Yeah, y'all like that? Yeah, nice. Anyways, well played. Maybe. <laughs> and so there's, there's, there is a... Probably physio- a lot of truth to that song. Yeah, there absolutely is. And so there's a physiological reasoning behind that. Um, do I think that in the nature of what I think this question and, and several of these questions that Corey and I have answered over the last year, um, do I do I think that it is supposed to be the way it is for most ladies. No, I sure as heck do not. Um, I think women have a very low. Um, I think women have a very low desire for sex in well, most not cases. Much of a buy-in for them, exactly, and because I think we men have become unskilled. That's what I was trying to think of earlier. We've become unskilled. <laughs> so you weren't trying to think of lazy. <laughs> no, we've become unskilled in the art of the of the female orgasm. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Corey, if you don't mind laying this out for us, I mean. This is not to build me up, even though it's about to. But, I mean, what would you say? Ratio of sex per orgasm, what would you put it at? Oh, gosh. Probably. I mean, I could. And I literally, in our eight, we, we've known each other 10 years, been married over eight. We waited until our wedding night to have sex. So, mm-hmm. in our eight years and three months and 20. Seven days that we've been together, I could probably literally count on one hand how many times I have not orgasmed during sex. Now, let me add a disclaimer in there uh, to be very open and honest. And I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, we yeah, often use things yeah. that require batteries, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't have an issue with that. Trey doesn't have an issue with that. And it's really nice because it doesn't mean we're having sex all night long and getting bored out of our minds and tired and <laughs> and, and whatever. And because I do, and, and it has happened without it before. But I mean, I think research has shown that it can often take women like, gosh, I think it was like 30 minutes to two hours to, to, to get to the point of ready to orgasm just by physical stimulation such as intercourse. And man, I don't have two hours to make love or have sex. I'm ready to, to get it, get her done. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and so, um, yeah, I mean, literally probably one hand. Well, you got you to gotta think about this stuff in terms of the psychological aspect. You got to think about how the human brain works. The human brain works on the basis of reward. Whenever we do something and we receive a reward for it, we have a tendency to want to do it more. It releases yeah. what's called endorphins in the brain, and it creates what's called a what's called a memory effect that we we remember stuff often based off of the emotion that's associated with it. So, I mean, I want you to think about where you were when you saw for the very first time the twin towers. I bet you can recall with an I mean a succinct level of accuracy where you were, and that's because our human minds often work on a level of memory based off the emotional component that we have to it. It's a it's a it's a reward type system for what we do, and so when we when we experience things like the orgasm, when we when we reach coitus, when we hit that point where we're just like ah, right, when we do that, yeah. it releases a chemical in the brain that feels flipping amazing, yeah. and so when we do that, it feels really good. We have a positive memory ascribed with that, right? So then what happens? the next time that it comes up it gets a little bit easier because in our mindset we think oh i remember what happened last time <laughs> and so it, it, you know it makes that desire a little bit easier and so some of that is it's it's a uh, it's pavlov and it's fine if y'all guys have never heard of pavlov the psychologist go read up on pavlov's bell and how he was able to associate the sound of a bell to a dog with drooling because what he would do is he'd ring a bell he'd give the dog food he'd ring a bell he'd give the dog food he'd ring the bell he'd give the dog food right well what do dogs do whenever they see food they salivate so he got to where without even food being in the room he could ring a bell and make the dog salivate because the pleasure had stopped being associated only with the bowl of food but it also began associated with the bell and that's what needs to happen in sex as well but often women don't have that yeah. Because in reality they haven't associated. Ooh, he's rubbing up against me. That means I'm about to get my jollies, right? That that doesn't get connected, and so it's hard to really get into the mood, to get into the zone, to get yeah. to the hey, how you doing? When there's yeah. not that connection. Yeah. Well, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. On man, we these, didn't even scratch the surface. <laughs> these here. two questions. We'll try to. Um, God, these are just so loaded. I mean, how do you hurry through these? You can't. Well, the you the answer can't. is you can't. If if more of our society was built around teaching healthy sex lives and marriages, yes. then Ugh. this then we really could. We could just go boop yes. boop 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 boop, and this would be fine. But the reality is, in a lot of cases, this is about bulldozing everything people have learned, and then and then bringing in the and then flattening the surface, releveling, and pouring a new entire foundation. Yeah. And, and and that takes time. And if you do it right, if you build a good house in this, I mean, it takes time. So we're going to teach you men and ladies how to build a good house. Well, and I and I do want to say real quick something I've been thinking about is is that um our viewers have shown to be more women than men. That's not uncommon when it comes to to, to help stuff like this. And and um the the one thing I would encourage to you ladies that are reading this going, yes, this is what my man needs to listen to. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, careful. Just you know, how about not and and kind of do the focus on you and we'll talk more about this next week and the week after but i would just encourage y'all right now um if you're god if you're god believing people just be praying for peace and patience mm. um if you're not be praying for serenity or whatever it is yeah, that yeah, you pray for that, and and um um just uh we'll definitely go more into this next week and uh if you have any questions that are specific that we haven't hit on thus far with all two questions Ooh, yeah, that we've point. answered um please email us and yeah and we'll add on to this to the show either we can add on or we can direct answer i mean either way it, it it we are we've done both and so if you do have a question since we're opening the door on this it's uh cory at the or trey at the 
Um, I, we really, Trey does an excellent job keeping up with his mail, and I really try to check mine every day. Which means and she doesn't do a really good job I, keeping up your mail. I, well, you know, I did until I had to restart my computer because I had it up on one of my 19 sure. million tabs right across the top. We'll get your email. Send it to both of us yes. just in case. Because well, even I might not get around to it. Yeah, just send yeah. it to both. And uh, anyways, but uh, we want to hear what you have to say. And, and uh, man, so it'll be sex part two next week, I guess. Yeah, we're going to go to second base, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hope you guys have a good week and a great rest of this weekend. As always, guys, don't forget, if you, if you like the episode, I know this is an uncomfortable one, but share this out on Facebook. Yeah. I know you might be like, oh, but if you want to get some people coming to your website to see right. what the heck you're talking about, put this one over there. Because right. let me tell you, people are going to want to get an eye because you want to know why? People love to talk about sex in a healthy way. That's what people want. People are wanting that. So share that out, guys. We always appreciate that. And, and once again, guys, feel free to contact us anyway you want. And anything else before we wrap up today, Corey? Man, I, th- I think we're good. All right. Hey, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>